Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Cold for tasty, nummy, nummy. Stace Babcock. Back-to-back tropical Red Bulls. Also <laughs> yummy. <laughs> and Alex Finn. I think I'm eating an entire pint of blueberries right now. I'm not sure if that's healthy. Yeah, it's fucking blueberries. It's the healthiest one on the podcast at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I also have coffee, so that makes yeah. me feel better. I'm eating yeah. chemicals and caffeine and kind of a lot of B vitamins. So I'm drinking cold brew that was made with a two to one ratio. So there's a lot going on here. Two to one ratio of cold to brew? <laughs> coffee to water. Oh. <laughs> kind of an intense little uh, number I'm drinking. But Did it's you make tasty. it? Yeah. Dope. How? Wait, send me if you wouldn't mind at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can do that. It's pretty easy. It's basically just like rough course coffee grounds in water and then you just like leave that overnight oh that's it and you strain it yeah sweet gonna get into that thought you didn't like coffee i don't but my husband loves cold brew and every time i leave to get something he's like can you get me a cold brew and honestly buying cold brew in the bottles is like i'm inflation man Mm -hmm. hitting us all yeah oh yeah and yeah the stuff you can make can be so much stronger so you'll have like a little like eight ounce cup of it and you're like seeing colors you didn't know okay yeah, I might engage in that. Just get one of those like little jugs for the fridge. Yeah. But you know what doesn't suck? Is it dice? Yeah. Because that's what I want to talk about right now. Die Hard Dice. They make dice that don't suck. Die Hard Dice has high quality dice for you to roll, presumably for your tabletop game or just for fun. Either way, when you go there, you'll find dope ass dice to get, such as the Knight's Hope set, which is our official podcast dice at the moment, mm-hmm. assuming it's still there. But it's probably sold out because it's just too fucking cool. It's all gold with like, I don't remember what this color is. Pink, pinkish fuchsia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, go there, get some dice for yourself, for a friend. It's probably after the holidays and maybe you forgot something. So maybe you need to sneak in a quick little January makeup gift. I don't know. But when you go to check out, use our code Explorers Wanted to get 10% off your order. You help support the podcast. You get high quality dice for a little bit cheaper. It's a win-win, baby. The dice also come in a little bag, right? So... Mm. I was going to my family's Thanksgiving, and I have, like, a variety of medications that I need to take in, like, different configurations at different points throughout the day. So I just, like, put, like, several of them in this bag. It's clear bag, right? Mm-hmm. They're multicolored. Mm-hmm. I put some Tylenol in there. So we were driving home, and my husband was like, I have a headache. I was like, I've got Tylenol for you. And I pull this baggie out <laughs> of my pocket and hand it to him. And he goes, what is this, an 80s drug PSA? <laughs> like, he just hand me a little bag of multicolored pills and i'm like yeah i guess it is 
But anyway, Die Hard Dice gave me that bag with our dice sets. So nice. Reduce, <laughs> reuse, recycle. There you go. I need a screenshot of Stace's pose, and, and it just says, not even once. <laughs> <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. Yeah, no shit, there we were in the goddamn infinite hallway when elderly Cha-Cha shows up with 60-something-year-old Nix and, and present Dilly and attacks with some fucking dope-ass puppets. Dilly's, like, trying to evade his puppet that's attacking him. And Nyx takes a different, friendlier approach and allows the Nyx puppet to gnaw on her a little bit, then dances with Cha-Cha, then juggles with Cha-Cha, and then little Nyx starts dancing, which is awesome. <laughs> so then, all right, guys, I'm, I'm going to be honest. When it was like <laughs> present day Dilly and Cha-Cha, not like a hundo. Because <laughs> if you didn't mind, just filling that in when I get done yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome so present nix starts like leaving the circuitry that she had found in various places trying to leave good notes like really leaning on her investigation intrigue whatever skills and eventually thinks to follow the lighting or the, the like potential power source so she does that finds her own elderly hand or, or like old hand leaves it along with some clues on the wall and questions and then proceeds further down the hallway following the apparent power lines, whatever, and finds a workshop with some gnarly unstable IO in it. Leaves the workshop to draw an arrow pointing to the workshop to guide, hopefully, Dilly and Cha-Cha there. Comes back. Bam. There's Dilly with metal eyeballs and a dagger and an attitude mm-hmm. and then... Cha-Cha comes with her puppets. That's present-day Cha-Cha, right? Mm-hmm. With her new puppets. And Dilly destroys his own puppet while Nix makes friends with her puppet. This is it with young Dilly and old Nick, right? No, I'm talking about in the workshop with when it's Dilly with, like, the modifications. Oh, he destroyed Aster. And yeah, it was Dilly. Aster's that old Dilly kicked Aster. Dolly. Oh, old Dilly. Okay. And end memory. <laughs> <laughs> the file ends there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so young Nix finds a workshop with old Dilly. Young Nix and Cha Cha catch up with the dolls. Old Dilly kicks Aster doll, but then pats uh, the Dilly doll on the head and then cuts his wrist. And old Dilly writes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I turned it on. Old Dilly says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I turned it on. Okay. Yeah. And then young Dilly blasts the old Dilly doll. And then old Nix doll is dancing with uh, the other two. None of this is metaphors. This, is all, this should all be taken literally. Don't mm. read into any of this. This is literal, not metaphor. Are our characters a little strange? Are they odd? Are they weird? Maybe it's hat. I feel like there's a lot of weirdness going on here, but you just got to lean into it when you're in an infinite hallway in the depths of the void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when in Rome, you know? When in Rome. So, old Dilly has just written in blood on the ground. I'm sorry. I turned it on. And young Dilly... Where you are. <laughs> Mentally, physically. What do you mean? Yeah. You hear Astra in your head. Something is very wrong. Yeah, we're bleeding a lot. No, I mean, someone's been dispatched. Okay, don't suppose you have a timeline. And then Dilly kind of like looks at the fucking weirdness little dance party happening. Like, ten feet from him. Just like, I, whatever time, whatever timetable timeline means at this point. So, Dilly, yeah. at that moment, the 
elderly Cha-Cha's dance gets a little more awkward. It's like she misses a step, and one of the balls that she's been juggling with Nyx falls to the ground. One of the glow globes, by the way, and it shatters. No! (laughs) (laughs) Not again! I want to say that Nick just like obviously not in the infinite hallway, but like in her existence, she just buys glow glow globes by like the bag, right? Like I feel like that mm-hmm. that would be yeah. Now that she has money, yeah, yeah. Now that she has money, there is a red stain spreading across Cha Cha's chest. Which Cha Cha? Old Cha Cha or new Cha Cha? Old Cha Cha. Okay, shit happens. <laughs> Old Nix, you'll see this as well. Nix is going to uh, if it's her turn. Mm-hmm. Apply first aid. Okay. So so you go over to apply first aid. Chacha keeps trying to dance through it, but she's stumbling a lot. There's a lot of blood, so you, you pull back the, the shirt to try to see what's going uh-huh. on. And you can see that there is a hole slowly opening up in her chest. And you see, whatever it is, it's, it's bloody and strange, but it's making this almost sort of mechanical sound. And... Slowly, you can see that this thing is almost like chewing open a hole from the inside. And inside is a little doll face. It's a cha-cha doll. (laughs) And they seem to be tugging on sinews to manipulate this elderly cha-cha like a marionette. Oh my god. That is... Is that Inception? I... (laughs) No, no. It's Ratatouille. Mm. Does elderly Cha-Cha seem to have signs of actual life? Or is she a zombie being driven around by her own puppet? Aren't we all? Wait, Cha-Cha controls the puppet. Who is controlling her? (laughs) It's Ratatouille's all the way down. (laughs) Infinite Ratatouille's. Nested Ratatouille's. Yeah. A rat king of Ratatouille's, yeah. Oh, no! (laughs) So there's a whole opening in Cha-Cha's chest, inside of which is a doll controlling her. Mm-hmm. Where are her lungs at? They're gone. Okay. They were apparently taken out to make room for this little thing. So Nyx will look at the doll, see a distinct lack of organs, which Nyx would be up on organs, I feel like, or like generally what the inside of someone's body looks like. Yeah, we remember right? we dissected mm-hmm. that one person. Yeah, there's been dissection, there's been a lot of murder, well, self-defense and murder. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Nyx will look at the little doll and say... Hello, Chacha. I love you. I I love you as well. How are, how are you doing? The face kind of moves out a little bit and continues chewing around the edges of the hole that it's been making. Hey, you're hurting your body. Like, you want to keep it structurally sound, probably. Are you still dancing while you're Oh, yeah. This? Nyx can converse and dance. Okay. Stace can. Nyx can. <laughs> this is now a Regency piece. Yes, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. We won't waltz twice because that would mean we get married. Get married. Mm-hmm. Waltz twice on the same night. It's over. Scandal. Yeah. Might as well just fuck on the ballroom floor. People are like, mm-hmm. yes, they're together. <laughs> 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 Alex knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of just like chews a little bit more and she tugs something and one of Chacha's arm kind of tries to juggle. But now the hand is like slippery from blood. And more things fall, and the doll kind of looks out and opens the mouth, and you see that they have also essentially carved those pointed teeth into their mouth. Thick teeth. And they go, 
I love you. I I love you as well, um, little cha-cha doll that I think might be what's left of cha-cha. And it opens its mouth and all of a sudden lets loose an unholy high-pitched shriek. That's unsettling. And we're back to current Nick's and current cha-cha, back with old Dilly. Dilly, that was kind of rude. I think old Dilly ignores that. Hey man, like, cool workshop, but like, have you figured it out? Like this whole infinite hallway situation. Did you get the auger I left you? Old Dilly looks up at you and he kind of shivers and something moves out of the shadows of the room. Half synth, half shadow. Oh, it's a reaper. Is it Aster? Sorry. <laughs> I don't think you know it. It looks like one of the reapers that you saw that Dale was collecting, but it comes out and it comes over towards Dilly. Perpetrator apprehended. Sentence. Death. Oh, shit. Not on my fucking watch. Even if Dilly's... Dilly, sorry. Even if he's, like, being kind of weird. Like, no. 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 Is... Well, just, like... Oh, go go ahead, Dilly. Sorry. Well, I have a question. Is this, like, being, like, conveyed to Dilly as if, like, hey, I I did the job, boss? Or is this, like, I'm announcing, like, this thing is announcing, like, I'm about to do my job and then grab Dilly. It's it's like saying it's about to do its job. Like it is, Dilly. Old t- from old Dilly's perspective, like this is his just execution. Okay, um, that's been coming. I think I think that's from old Dilly's perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because he knows he turned on something he wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And old Dilly doesn't have Aster. No, yeah. Um, I think because what's hap- what's what would have happened to Dilly in forty years? being alone for that long is that Dilly would have kind of fallen into his illusions. So I think old Dilly does not mm-hmm. have a solid grasp on reality. So I think what Nix and Chacha see is kind of Dilly like kind of like nodding like, yes, this is how it should be. As if this is a fantasy he has lived before. And then I think Dilly, old Dilly will just kind of nod and then kind of like go to a workshop as if, well, the fantasy's ended, the illusions will go away or they won't. I don't know if old Dilly has solid control of those anymore because again he has mm-hmm. made his internal world external through those illusions that's completely lost his mind i think young cha-cha young nix roll initiative please damn it mm. 11 Ooh, 20 oh thank Dope. god oh wait does it count now do we do major effects for 20s on initiative we do what would you like for a major effect on your initiative so the reaper is how far from weird dilly He's in an immediate range to Dilly. Okay. And Dilly's just like, yes, kill me. Yeah. I mean, Dilly's caught up in his own shit. Yeah. Probably nope. knows this is one of his fantasies. Mm. Yeah. So for major effect, since it's initiative, can I immediately jump attack? You could. But I would go I, first anyways, you wouldn't I? You, you're going to go first anyway. Yeah. Uh, Nyx would like to give Dilly a solid physical stimuli. Uh, AKA she's just back across the face and she would like to try and get him to do something besides stand there and die. That is a nice thing to do. Okay. You knock Dilly aside and, and he like starts kind of getting up. He's, he's definitely confused, but he's definitely like getting up and moving. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the 20 still Nix's number for initiative. Yes. So now it's Nix's turn. <laughs> Nix wants to go in for a bite and use hemorrhage. Okay, keep in mind that your venom will probably not work on a reaper because it's not organic. 
Oh, bite. You can still bite. Your bite still does damage, but it also hinders you on the yeah. attack, so I don't know if you really want to nah, do that. Nah, Nyx is just going to go for raw power here and use hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. It's an 18 to hit to start with. Okay. Nyx has uh, two free levels of my effort, so hang on. 18 to start with, so 12. Mm-hmm. She's got specialized in, in unarmed, so six. Moving like water, activate. I can't remember what timeline that's activated in, but... I think you got two, like, two different characters going right now. So Pretty much, um, but it's okay. I've just spent the points for this time. And then, wait, which makes it like what? What are we at now, six? It's three. Mm-hmm. We're at a three. And then I would like to spend my three other possible levels of my effort for damage. Okay. Seven? Oh, it's, that is good enough. Okay. <laughs> so how much total damage? So I, I spent the three levels of effort on damage. And I can't remember what you get per level of effort. Three. Oh, damn. So that's nine. Plus eight is 17. Shit. And then the Reaper will continue to take three points of damage on Nyx's next turn. Um, you definitely fuck it up pretty bad. It does not like that. One of the things you notice is that as you hit it, it feels so cold. Like, it's so cold in its... When you make the physical contact with it, like, it's the kind of thing, like, you would expect there to be frost or ice, but there isn't. Interesting. Okay. Then it's its turn, and it is going to attack Old Dilly. <gasps> and it's going to shove one of its bladed arms. It's going to... It essentially has a fleet of foot, so it's jumping over next to Dilly, and it shoves a blade through the back of Old Dilly's back, and the blade comes out the other side, and impaled on it is a small cube of glowing green synth that slowly fades out. Changes. And Old Dilly, in front of you, explodes in a shower of <laughs> guts and blood. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but he's just like, boom! And that's when the Reaper finally dies. Young Dilly, the Cha-Cha doll inside of Cha-Cha, explodes in a hail splinters. Old Cha-Cha and Old Nyx explode in a rain of blood and guts <gasps> in front of you and on you. And Dilly, as you're sort of woozily sitting there because you are debilitated, yep. you hear Aster, sloppy, but well handled. Damn. What? Damn. <laughs> Hold on, what just happened? What? The Protectorate enforced the timeline. So, what? So, Nix and Cha-Cha, are they, they still alive somewhere? Is that happen? Presumably. Okay. All right, I guess we'll just... And I think Dilly will slowly start to, like, crawl up the wall a little bit just to, like, get on mm-hmm. feet and then... Yeah, and it's messy because you're covered in blood and pieces from old Cha-Cha and old Nix. The only thing that remains of old Nyx is a elderly hand lying on the ground. Sick. Cool. The doll exploded too, right? Nyx doll? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Adele will just kind of like be mumbling to himself, blood loss in a daze, just saw his friends die, but they're alive somewhere. And then we'll just kind of start like slowly shuffling along the wall down the hallway away from this. Yeah. You're leaving a bloody trail. And eventually you find, like, this torn open bit of void and all this circuitry laying on the ground with notes that are clearly in Nix's handwriting saying, Hey, Dilly, this circuitry is from the wall and an arrow down to the time auger that says, See what you can do with this. And then underneath that, cha-cha, don't touch it. (laughs) I think Dilly will almost automatically pick up a cipher and then continue on his way. And the circuit boards. (sighs) 
if he takes yeah. them. I'm just saying, I'm reminding you that they're there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think that makes sense. He'll pick up the cipher and the uh, parts, but then just kind of hold them in his hand as he continues, just again, in a fugue state, down the hallway. Mm-hmm. It takes you a little while, but then you see another note on the wall, on the right-hand side, that says, I think this is my hand, and then a line going off, except there's nothing lying on the ground there, because Cha-Cha took the hand when she was heading towards following the path. Yep. Makes sense. Material, structural, right? Mm-hmm. Someone's got to hold those puppets together. Would you say at this point I have walked for about an hour and yes. they, can I do an hour recovery roll during this walk? Only if you're going to rest somewhere for an hour. You can't be walking. And How long do you think Dilly's been walking at this point? Probably about an hour. Oh, just an hour? Okay. Because he's not moving very fast. That's for damn sure. No, he's not. All right. But Dilly, one thing you can tell is that you can start seeing more variation in the structure of the walls. Oh. Like... Whereas it felt like you were walking along the same piece over and over again before. Mm-hmm. Like, this feels less like a loop. Like, you, this feels more like a manufactured hallway now. Okay. All right. Dilly will keep going then. Okay. You come across a room on the right with the door ajar. There's some blood splattered out onto the ground outside of it. Without entering, Dilly will just push the door open and look in. Inside, you see a very ugly mess of blood and guts. A young Nix and young Cha-Cha, also covered in blood and guts, but very much alive. A basically really fucked up and beaten down and destroyed Protectorate Reaper. A small Dilly doll over next to the Broken Reaper. Scattered pieces of a doll that you think was made to look like Aster. thought Cha-Cha was working on that. <laughs> yeah, Cha-Cha's trying to put it back together again, but the, the pieces are all busted. And a... Nix and Cha-Cha doll that are following Cha-Cha around. <laughs> are you now? Are you now? Are you the worst, Dilly? Am I, th- am I the worst, Dilly? You, you, you killed you... your son, doll. Was there another Dilly? Yeah, he kind of exploded like boom. But he was the worst. Okay. Really confusing. Like, never take him to a party. You will not have a good conversation. <laughs> okay. Dilly will shuffle in and then just kind of drop his stuff in a corner and says, have you guys been getting on? And he just kind of collapses onto his face. Is there a new dent on the doll, Dilly? Dilly, you feel like small wooden hands stroke your hair and you hear his voice go, I love you. Please, please get this thing away from me before it explodes again. Again? Yeah, they explode, I think. Is there like a time limit? Because I just made them like an hour ago. 40 years? Dilly, like, turns his head around. Is is it the Dilly doll that's uh, stroking his head? It's the Dilly doll. It's holding the dagger, but it's just it's just sort of, like, looking at you with a blank look. And when you look at it again, it stretches out its arms and goes, I love you! Accept the love. This thing stabbed me, like, an hour ago. You probably deserved it, honestly. Well, I disagree. You broke Aster. Typical. I- Shut up. Shut up. I didn't break you. No, like, I made everybody, and it was going to be great, and everybody was going to have a doll, but then you punted him across the room. That wasn't me. That was an alternate timeline or something. I ran into old old you guys. You guys were something else. Bet we didn't kick you? No. <laughs> I can't say anything. Old Chacha didn't I... physically hurt you. <laughs> no, you didn't kick me, but your doll, again, stabbed me, and then... Nix's doll almost chewed her hand off. Doll Dilly, do you have such ambitions? I love you. Exactly. I think you provoked it. I didn't know such thing. 
You know what? No, it was your doll. Because your doll was inside of you, driving you like a ratatouille. I mean, I was dead, so I would assume so. Unless I can still be alive with someone inside of me. It's called pregnancy. That's a thing. Mm, the other ratatouille. <laughs> Dilly, you also remember probably the most horrifying thing about the whole experience. The juggling. Then you guys started juggling. Nix, you lost your mind. You started juggling with Cha-Cha. What? Was it glorious? No way. It was a bad timeline. The darkest timeline. Yeah, for everybody it looks like. Was that is that stain over there me? Is it? Yeah, I mean, the stain on the ground, the stain that's splattered across Nix and Cha-Cha, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, evil you, Dilly, evil you is terrifying. What'd I do? Or I don't know. I don't know if you were evil or just, like, weird. First of all, you broke one of Cha-Cha's dolls, which was, like, not cool. And then also you were super willing to die from a reaper. And also you had weird eyes. Like, you, like, had metal eyes in your head and a dagger. It was, like, a whole new vibe for you, honestly. Yeah. But I gotta say, I like Dilly the Stoneburner right vibe that you got, though, in general. So it was it was disconcerting, you know? All right. Well. Does the workshop still exist? The workshop is still here. In fact, Dilly, now that you're having a moment to catch your breath, you can now see that there's this is a workshop. There are crates of synth and parts. There's that crate that's glowing green that's got a, clearly an IO storage containment system. And there are complex computers over there that... You can see, not that these guys would necessarily recognize it, like some of the logos that appear on the screen are things that are not part of necessarily like the standard notation or iconography for Numenera plans. Mm -hmm. But some of the symbols you've recognized as being used on Numenera plans, particularly for artifacts from other civilizations and things like that. Oh, shit. I think this, is, this might be what we've been looking for. I need some time to catch my breath, though, because I. Again, got stabbed, and then Dilly, like, shifts his head to, like, look at the Dilly doll by you. I love you. Give me some space, all right? Just back off. Don't hang out with Cha-Cha. You're very emotionally stunted. I have been stabbed. It's comforting to know it's not just me. <laughs> Wait, the doll stabbed you, too, all right? People try to stab me all the time. <sighs> so Dilly's gonna take a nap. <laughs> Frustrated nap. <laughs> he's like he's like a toddler having a tantrum he's just so tired he just conks out on the ground <laughs> yeah no yeah no dilly's been like on his stomach on his face like this whole time talking to everyone mm -hmm. so dilly's taking a nap next we'll keep watch she will some of the larger pieces of gore <laughs> nick's gotta eat tastes good i don't know what she can <laughs> ain't no squirrels up in this infinite hallway you know? Oh, yeah, so. that totally makes sense. But she does it discreetly while others are sleeping. <laughs> uh, Dilly's very removed from all this. Also, do we lose our um, speed edge at this point? Yes, you will as you take your nap, because that will, now that time is running appropriately again. Cool. What's Chasha up to? Chasha's still trying to put together Doll Aster. Okay. So give me a crafting Numenera roll of 12. So that's a 15 for Chacha. Let's see where weird pools are at. And I kind of want to, oh yeah, I kind of put two levels of effort into it. I got a, I got 19. Knight's Hope Dice loves me. Okay. So what you know is that pieces themselves have to be repaired before this can be put back together again. So it would probably actually require some like 
cleaning or retrofitting, like there's definitely like right work that needs to happen here to try to put the, get the stall working again. Doll Dilly, can you help me out on this? Because Dilly Dilly <laughs> is kind of having a tantrum. I love you. And the little Dilly doll totters over and starts like picking up the pieces, but you can tell they don't have the same thing as Dilly's intellect. So the doll is like sort of miming doing crafting stuff, but like nothing's really happening. So it, it actually kind of looks a little sad because it looks like this little dude like trying to put his friend back together again, but not able to. And what would you like for a minor effect? Not to be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. An actual, actual minor effect. I guess now that we see a doll like in pieces in front of us, I would like you know a hint on if they actually do explode, if not knowing that it explodes. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Interestingly enough, their design does not appear to be particularly explosive. There's nothing volatile in them. There is some IO powering them, but it's not the kind of IO that would explode if it was hit or something like that. These, It's IO that, like, if it was damaged, then there just wouldn't be power. Dilly, dilly. I've got some news about these dolls and their explosive capabilities, but you have to help me fix Doll Aster to find out. Uh, yeah. Sure. What? Yeah. Help me fix Doll Aster, and I give you the secrets of the dolls. Okay. Dilly stiffly picks himself up goes over to the pile of action figure pieces. Okay, so I don't know I don't know what he looked like before, but Like Aster. Like how he appears in sprite form? Yeah. I didn't want to like describe him as the first time we met him, because I'm not sure that was currently how he wishes to identify. That's actually pretty sweet of her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Deli is going to, I guess, still kind of slowly start putting together what he assumes the doll would have looked like, just kind of based on the context of the parts available. And I assume old Dilly's kick was not that powerful. <laughs> Didn't, like, powderize just it? Just kind of given Dilly and the age, yeah. Yeah. Give me uh, 15 crafting new narrow roll, Dilly. Um, training, expert crafter, I assume this. And then I still have my tools, so I assume this is a freebie. Yeah. So it takes you a little bit, but you reconstruct this Astro doll. Astro occasionally, like, provides overlays on what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. You know, the arm has to be at this angle. And then as you're kind of, like, getting the head back together, you have to do a little bit of adjusting. And he's like, no, a little bit more dignified around the chin. <laughs> Look, I didn't design this, man. Like, this is what the parts, this is how the parts would lay, all right? Well, I mean, we can always do our own adjustments. Yeah, but let's get it working first before we start making adjustments. Whatever you say, it's your project. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Dilly finishes the doll. Yep, you finish it. The doll is standing there. For a moment, it just seems to stand there, and then you give it like a little bop on the head. <laughs> and then it starts tilting its head from side to side, and it turns and it looks at Toy Dilly who's been watching this whole time, and it goes, I love you! And Astro Toy tries to give Toy Dilly a hug, and Toy Dilly kind of steps away, and the Astro Toy kind of, like, droops a little bit. But yes, you've finished rebuilding this uh, little Astro doll. <laughs> well, alright. Uh, that's settled. What are we here for? Um, Dilly's gonna pull out the Bodrov Builder plans and start mm -hmm. looking around for the necessary parts in I.O., we need for those for this builder core which surprisingly given the 
scale that it's drawn at seems to require a lot of parts, like more parts than match the, you know, final size of the design. Mm-hmm. As far as parts and synth and IO go, everything you need is here. But there are those odd materials that are mentioned there that don't you don't currently see in any of these containers. You'd have to figure out either where those are or how to synthesize them. Okay. Okay, yeah, I guess Dilly will start exploring. Is this just a uh, like a repository of just like IO in this room, or is there like actual like machines and tools to manufacture stuff? This is a full workshop in here. There are workbenches and things like that. There are computers over near the workbenches that, you know, are occasionally flashing those symbols that it appears often enough and with a different enough plans that it occurs to you maybe for the first time, maybe that symbol was just a corporate logo mm. from the civilization that first made those things. Made the things like the foundry itself or the... Or any of those other artifacts that you have seen in plans in your prior life with this symbol. Oh, wait, what's the, what's the symbol then? So the symbol is something that it's not one that's like the normal, like right iconography or anything like that, but on some plans that you've encountered in your studies, they've had that symbol. Oh, okay. Okay. So presumably it could be that those other artifacts may have been from the same civilization that mm-hmm. at least made this computer. Okay. I think Dilly will start with the uh, computer mostly just information gathering, seeing what's on there, seeing if it has information about the other machines and CNC tables I assume exist around here. Mm -hmm. Give me a 15 understanding Numenera. Uh, 15 training, two free levels of intellect edge, 1296, nine. Okay. You reach out, you start tapping the navigation buttons on the machine to kind of see what's inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you've done these machines before, but there's a logic to it that you feel like you at least on some level get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you're getting in the information, you've got things like there seems to be different safety protocols, things like that, different workshops that are identified and different departments and things like that. Like you see things for like vehicle construction, iosynthesis, alloys, production and smelting, breeding chambers, Ugh. egg chamber, and then a list of, like, 200 different rooms labeled as fabrication units. Okay. Delhi will freeze on uh, the egg chamber and then try to, like, get more information on that and see if it's happened to be jade-colored. It does not have a live feed in this egg chamber right now. That appears to be offline, but there are historical images, and they look very familiar to you, including the slimy tubes that would deposit these jade green eggs. Mix, cha-cha, we're burning this place down when we leave. Is that okay? Okay, yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's take the cool shit, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're gonna, we're gonna finish our stuff here, but they manufacture jade eggs here, so this Ooh. place is going down. Incidentally, that egg room has another notation underneath it that says lost. Oh, hold on. Looking at the historical, is it pretty clear that this was, like, the exact same room underneath Dr. Oz's place? Yep. Oh, shit. Actually, never mind. The jade eggs aren't here anymore. A whole room got pulled from here, which is weird. Impressive, actually. Yeah. And then, Cha-Cha, you already burnt down part of the foundry, so... Yay! Look at that. Multitask. Good to know. Good to know. Once Dilly has gathered a general idea of what's happening, one, Dilly's going to pull up a map just to have. We're going to have a map of this fucking place. 
Okay. Second, Dilly's going to look into how to make an exit key. If there's like a specific place that happens or if there's like a recipe already like in the system for getting out. Mm, yeah, so it comes back and it says data restricted, insufficient clearance level. Mm. What clearance level is it asking for? Just says insufficient clearance level. Damn. All right. Do you want to see other plans? The prompt asks. Yeah. Are they under a specific topic or is it just like, hey, here's all the plans? It's actually like it's a helpful prompt that's just asking you a yes or no question if you want to go to plan view. All right. Yeah. Dilly will look at the plans it's offering. Okay. Dilly, you click yes and you, your friends, and the dolls all seem like they're falling. You guys don't feel like you're tumbling through the air. It's just, it looks like you're falling down, 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 down a tunnel. And then there is a flash of light and you're standing in this massive room and there's this floating terminal in the air, the one that you were interacting with. But all around you guys, you are surrounded by bookshelves the height of buildings containing document after document after document after document and these bookshelves stretch on in every direction and you can't see the end of them and Dilly when you look up you can see a sign hanging from the top that Aster translates for you plan library holy fuck um, Dilly will I guess start small just to explore how to actually explore this place pew pew gun <laughs> he'll, he'll just say that out loud, not really understanding how to search. So there is a strange rumble, but then you feel like this weird twisting, all of you, in your stomachs. Like, you know, that moment, like, when you're on a plane and it does that quick drop and you're, like, you can feel that feeling in your stomach, mm -hmm. like, coming up that odd sensation. That's what it feels like. And without any other sound, you notice the bookshelves have sort of like slid and come down. And then now you're looking at still a massive bookshelf, but all the plans in there seem gun related. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Cool, cool, cool. What are Nix and Cha Cha doing, having been absconded to this <laughs> library without any warning? <laughs> Nick's checking shit out, you know, securing the perimeter, all that jazz. Okay. Just walls and walls of Numenera plans. Yeah. She's just. Looking for people, other doors, out the window, to the wall. There aren't any windows. Okay. So it's just the one door coming in? Just the terminal, and you guys just appeared. There's no door. There's no door. Period. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nix, Nix will put her hands on her hips and, like, nod in the middle of the room like a dad, <laughs> you know, after doing, like, a small lap and be like, yeah, this place seems secure. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this is a lot like the... Uh that scene in the matrix where it's just like white void and then like racks yeah. of weapons mm. but it's books yeah kind of so uh the nicks having kept watch instead of sleeping it's gonna be like wake me up if like you need something heavy picked up but i'm gonna take a nap okay hey um i have Ooh, this is getting exciting can i modify your leg while you sleep if that's you're okay with that uh yeah let me just get out uh my crutches just in case okay so next take your leg off Lay down with the crutches okay. next to her. Mm -hmm. She'll practice getting up and down on the crutches quickly, like five times, just for muscle memory, and then lay down. Okay. Tilly, what do you want to try to do with her leg? I want to do so many things. I want to basically... I want to give uh, the pew-pew gun, like, a double shot so it fires Ooh. twice, and then I want to do the same thing with uh, Nix's leg cannon. 
so it fires twice like the same oh. action so this is interesting so you're not going to be looking for a plan that's prior prepared you're going to be looking for something you can adapt yeah basically i'm looking for like modifications like something similar to the pew pew gun and the cannon as well that i can yeah adapt it okay i think the hardest part of this and it's going to be crazy easy still for you because you're a right and you're tier five mm-hmm. The hardest thing I think is going to be finding designs to adapt, you know, if you're trying to accomplish it while she's asleep. Yep. So give me. You could argue either crafting or understanding Numenera for this. Because part of it is like understanding the interface, and part of it is like asking the right questions right. about what you want to. I think. I feel like understanding makes sense in context since I am basically trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like once I have the stuff in hand, that should be easy enough to do but it's finding that stuff and asking the right questions so i feel like understanding is the most appropriate even if it doesn't help me the most okay so that's a 15 all right Uh, and it's cognitive the that's an 18 15 12 9 one more level of effort in there to bring it to a six eight dilly you're on fire you figure out this interface so fast you bring the plans you need to be able to pull it out, the design changes you need to make in order to pull this off, they're ridiculously simple, you realize. You know, you could just scratch it out on a cocktail napkin and have enough to know what you need to do. <laughs> um, so, this is what you know. Doing that to Nix's leg requires a number of modifications, but it's probably, you know, it's it's not going to be that hard. It'll require, like, one additional I.O. and a few parts and a synth. Mm-hmm. That one... It's more mechanical because hers is more like a cannon rather than a beam weapon or anything like that. So in that regard, it's actually in some ways easier for you to work with. So you think you could get that done in about four hours. The difficulty, since you've got the master crafter thing, there's no point in like having to roll for these crafting tasks. They're just things you can do. The pew pew, you could also do that for. However, that one, because it's an artifact that is dealing with all these like crazy tiny parts that you would have to be very careful with since it's a handheld thing it's very advanced that one would probably be an eight hour project okay it's doable but you know it would take eight hours right right is there any like automation machines like equivalent of a cnc table anything that i can kind of offload you could try to figure that out if there's the terminal over there yeah i think before dilly really starts in on these projects dilly will look into that and i i imagine some of this is very like upsetting to Nix and Cha-Cha since he has to like go into the library and then the fucking room shifts and then he comes back to the workshop puts all the junk on the table or whatever mm-hmm. so one thing you remember from your map is that we're a bunch of like there were like hundreds of rooms listed as fabrication rooms okay uh, okay alright is there a way to access those uh, fabrication rooms from this workshop or do I have to go the long way around give me as you're looking at this map and intellect roll of 12. Uh, does cognitive apply here? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> does remembering slash memorizing also apply here? Yeah, I don't think memorizing, remembering or memorizing will help you here. Okay. So that's a f- 15 with the cognitive stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, 9. I'm gonna stick with the 9 because I'm still very low. 14. Yeah, the fabrication rooms, like, the path isn't always, like, direct, but there's there's easily some that you could get to from here. 
uh, as you can even see, additional hallways, things like that. You know, there are some that are closer to the smelting areas. There are some that are closer to the other areas that were mentioned earlier, like biosynthesis, things like that. There's plenty of those. What you do notice as well is two things. You know, where the egg chamber was said as lost, you notice that that is a part of a map that says, like, no signal. Mm-hmm. It's still there on the map, but it says no signal. And then there's another part of the map that looks like it should be over near the smelting materials, but you notice that it is squared off, sort of in the shape of, like, a bad rectangle. Like, it's not a complete rectangle. It's got some odd, like, little knobbly bits and things like that. But it also says signal lost, but it doesn't have a label there either. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think start, I'm going to get Nix's leg done. Mm-hmm. So that Nix can have a leg. Two legs. <laughs> Two legs. Correct number of legs. I mean, you could add a third. Tripod is very... <laughs> the old <stiff>. tripod, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Dilly thinks about it for like a, a solid 15 minutes. Or or three more legs. And you could have a Nyx centaur. No, nah, I think it's going to mess with... Uh, Nick party. Yeah, Nyx likes to stay humanoid-ish. Mm-hmm. Oh... But then you'd be a snake horse human. People wouldn't... You couldn't put her in a box, right? Have, People would be like, horse? you're complex. Yeah. You got a, what's your theme? What's your Can brand? I, you got a lot going on. <laughs> Can I change what I... The modification to Nexus Light instead of it being a double shot with the cannon? What do you want? And I'll tell you if that's... I want it to extend like a snake whip thing oh. so that Nix's attacks could be like extended to short range. Like kind of. This is going to require a roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. A scorpion aspect for Mortal Kombat. I, yeah, it's almost like a like almost like Mister Fantastic. Like Nick's like it's only just a robot leg, but like she kicks it and then it like extends out to like. But like it turns into like it, it unfolds into like a chain weapon. <laughs> She's kicking out. Like scorpion from Mortal Kombat, so you can pull him closer. Get over here. Kind of, yeah, but it's still a foot. She can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she I thought. Her boots and like. Grab <laughs> Griffy toss. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna like launch a little grappling hook that like embeds in somebody and drags them closer. Or maybe Trasha could do it, like use leather and stuff to like make a attached boot that is always part of the leg. That could be, you know, like when it, the leg is not extended, it looks like a boot, but it'll extend. It'll like break up. However you want to think about it, but mechanically, I just want like to extend Nix's like. Uh, close combat range. Yeah, so she uses it like a fucking uh, pole vault, right? Essentially, right? Like it extends, she can like Ooh, kick out with it, yes. she can like spring over it to go, you know, get right up in their face. Yeah. It could be sick. So Samson, this this is complicated enough, it will require you to do a plan. Absolutely. Um, so you've got this thing kicking out. Um, do you want it to be six points of damage or four points of damage? Oh, Stace, what would you want? What's the trade-off? Do you want this to be a medium weapon or a heavy weapon, I think, is the trade-off. It'll affect the difficulty of what he's doing. Nix has no disadvantage to having a heavy weapon, and she's only trained in medium range and heavy range outside of unarmed, so I say go for the six. All right. I'll give you a choice, Samson. Oh, no. You could either have it at the most difficulty that I, that I would apply to this, mm-hmm. which would be at 27, in which case... The depletion on this is going to be more like a standard depletion, Ooh. like a 1d20 or something like that. Sure. Or 
you could bring it down to a 21 and the depletion is in 1d6 and there's a 50% chance that the leg stops working altogether. Mm-hmm. I want to ask Stace that since this would be something she would be using. What would you prefer? The risk is that like having the leg where it sort of like turns into a chain is the where it becomes risk for the depletion. Right, right. Uh, oh, there's a depletion possibility all yeah. the way around no matter what happens or just for the chain? It, it would be for the chain, but the chain would essentially destroy the leg because of the chain. Yeah, no, do not want any risk to the leg like that. All right, so go for the higher difficulty. If you please. Yeah, so the higher difficulty will have a, a 1d20 depletion roll whenever Nyx uses that ability. Mm-hmm. And if it does deplete, all it will do is it won't be able to go into a chain anymore. So uh, so her leg doesn't see completely deplete, just this new function does. Oh, so okay. like it can't wrap up the chain anymore. It just... Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not going to stay extended and then Nyx is just like carrying around some like 30 foot chain. Right, right. That would have been the risk with the other one. Okay, gotcha. Alright, um, this is making the plan or making the thing? The plan. So it's a 27. 27 is cognitive, then it's a 30 because of the cognitive, um, and then all your stuff starts coming. Alright, uh, Dale's gonna obviously pull out his crafting book. It's 27. A few levels of effort. 24, 21. Training, 18. Oh boy. Four levels of effort to bring it to a 12. Mm-hmm. I'll roll that. Do you want to use your probability engine? I... Can I re-roll the probability engine if it's not if it's something I don't like? You can re-roll any die. Well, no, you can't re-roll the... Because the probability one is one that was rolled already in advance. Yeah. So it's, like, locked. Yeah, okay. I'm going to spend an XP to re-roll that 11. Mm-hmm. It's fucking edging me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> What'd you get? I got an 11 again. Damn. Would you like another XP? You're gonna spend more X- I mean, you're gonna take yourself farther away from tier 6, or you're just gonna use your probability engine? Uh, the problem is, it's like too much on the fence for me to really trust the probability engine at this point. Alright, one more XP to re-roll that. Alright, probability engine, please. I rolled a 2. It's an 18. Damn. An 18? Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Should've done that earlier. I should've. Well, I... I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. So I only like to use that for, like, relatively low rolls. Mm-hmm. So I have a better chance of, like, not fucking dying. Yeah. Could you roll depletion on that for me? It's like one through four in a D100. Oh. Okay. 36. Okay. Probability engine has a new number locked in. Nice. So you've got this plan, Dilly. It will require quite a bit of material. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lengthy project. This is not like a four hour project anymore. You're talking about probably a good two days of work, at least if you're doing it by hand. Yeah. It's possible that there's rooms designed to help speed projects along. Okay. Fabricate them, if you will. Yeah. So I feel like we should start montaging this at some point because I will just go on for the next few episodes telling Dan what I want to do. So. Do it. I won't <laughs> let Dilly have his fucking moment. We're in the goddamn forge. God. God. Yeah, but we're also getting close to like the end of the story. And again, I don't want to spend episodes 
on what could just be a montage. Oh, so. I see what you're saying. But I, I would like fine. it represented. Like, yeah, maybe not three episodes, like, in the room. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Not edge them. Edge them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Get ready for three episodes of busy work, basically. Not busy yes. work. It's not, you're not filing. I, it's kind of busy work because I have to, like, go to different rooms, get materials, <laughs> find, I mean, like. You'd be busy. But I feel like busy work is, like, routine menial tasks, right? They don't. Do I misunderstand busy work? <laughs> Well, I think I think it would be because it's like I have to also like rest up at some point to like get the number, get my numbers back up. Okay, so you'll be bustling, puttering around. Yeah, bustling. Mm-hmm. Nix, cha cha. You get up, Dilly. You're bustling, Dilly. Oddly enough, you don't feel tired at all. I uh, You're the most energized you've felt in your life. That's concerning. My numbers would say otherwise. I'm just saying this is what Dilly feels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As you're thinking about this and realizing all these plans that you have access to. Like, it's like your brain's on fire. Like, you're realizing, like, this is, this is the mother load. This is the, the fine, yeah, yeah. the apex of right skill. No, yeah, I think Dilly is fatigued, but definitely, like, he's, Dilly's hit the right equivalent of a runner's high. That's where Dilly's at, I think. Mm. So imaginary? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's a, yeah, it's a fantasy world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chad, I'm just going to come up with a list of projects Dilly wants. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Because Dilly ain't done with yeah. the... Uh... Well, you can have a list of projects that you want to do. I mean, obviously... And then we'll just roll 50 bajillion dice. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stace, I would like to offer Nix an XP. <laughs> Hells yeah. Give me that shit. Yeah. Tier 6, baby, here we come. Eventually. Who will you give the other XP to? Dilly for the work on the leg. Nix, you feel an uncomfortable pulse. From your guardian mark. Oh no. And you notice that over by your right cheekbone, you feel a little bit of an itch. Oh, face cheek. Uh guys, we have a prop. And that's where we'll end this episode. Fuck! Oh. <laughs> <Ha>! Uh oh's. <laughs> that's amazing. It feels appropriate for Samson something about this episode. Dilly gets to fuck around and build a bear. <laughs> Yeah, I, this is Dilly is finally, as Stay said, this is uh, Dilly's time to shine and doing it in a montage. I'm also very excited about get, getting Stace an extendo leg. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, if you do do it, just to make it clear, if you go to one of the fabrication rooms, it will not take nearly as long as it would on your own. Like it? What? Wait a minute. Like if uh, Nick does it, or if? Oh, oh, if I do it by hand. Yeah, if you do it by hand, it takes the time that you know them to take. I think it's pretty clear those fabrication rooms not just help, they can probably speed up the process. Okay, so that's why I wasn't sure if like the fabrication room was like building the whole thing or if it was like, hey, go here for this specific IO, this is where it's created. Go over here for this specific kind of part. They seem like automated workshops to you. Oh, okay. I feel like at some point Chacha would have had to explain the doll process to Dilly. Is that one of the fabrication rooms? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. Presumably. I mean that was That was like the whole thing. Chacha just had to give it specifications. Yeah. 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 And that was a lot of the busy work I, w- I wanted to skip over. It was just like, find that room, go there, have it fabricate whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. specific part. Because I imagine there isn't like extendo leg room. It's like. You never know. Yeah. Well, cool. Oh, by the way, you guys got through that strange hallway. You found out something about the timeline and you guys found the Forge's vaulted library. Two more XP for all of you. Hell yeah. 
Dilly's chair Woo! four. Uh, six. I'm Dil- Dilly's chair I six. I think this is the first time ever one of our characters has gotten to tier six in a campaign. Yes. Yo, what yeah. you getting? Yes. Oh what what God, are you getting? <laughs> Hold on. I know for my illusion stuff, I get something called like magnificent image or fantastic image. Basically, like I can make an illusion like a mile wide. Holy fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. And then I don't know what my uh, right thing is yet. I, I think in universe, Dilly is going to like tear up during this whole montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally makes sense. Dilly's in the zone. So, yeah. Next episode, listeners. I'm tier six. <laughs> it's exciting. How far away are Cha-Cha and Nyx from tier six? As it stands, five XP. But, but uh, obviously spending mm. might affect that. Yeah. I think two XP. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Dilly got here first. Holy well, shit. Well, Dilly's been a good boy. You're willing to die, like, kind of a lot. Yeah. Right? And I'll we spend are. an XP. You take a lot more risks. I... And I just throw XP at people because I think it's funny. <laughs> you do do that. I... That's true. You do give a lot of yours away. But it's worth it. Because I never have it because I always spend it. it. So thank you, Alex. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is my turn. Yay. And for my pick, I will offer you all an XP if you read the book Babel or The Necessity of Violence, an arcane history of the Oxford Translators' Rebellion. You could just simplify it and call it Babel. It's by R.F. Kuang, and it is the same author who did the Poppy War series, um, which is amazing if you haven't read that. Um, this book is set in the uh, late 1800s, and it is a world where the British Empire is, in addition to everything they historically actually had, part of their ability is that they have discovered that you can, using silver and translating between languages, the inherent difference between them, allows you to create magical effects. So it's an empire run, not just on their economy, but their access to this process of translating. And the story is of a young Cantonese boy named Robin Swift, who is taken to London by a mysterious professor, where he then spends years training in classical languages and things like that. So he can be sent to Oxford to study at Babel, the the school of Oxford that is the Translators Guild. And so Robin goes there and you get to experience some of that. Like some of it's got that little bit of that love of academia, but then you get the nice dark academia because what Robin comes face to face with is how much what he's doing, what he's studying is how the empire continues to use its colonial power. And he gets caught up with the, I believe they call themselves the Order of Hermes, the people who are essentially trying to destroy the British's ability to control this silver manufacturer. And as the lead up to the first opium war is happening right in Canton, Robin is pushed into a situation where he has to decide what he wants to do. And is it possible to change an institution from within? It's really brilliant. If you're into linguistics and translation, you'll love the sort of intricacies here and the way it ties into magic. Robin and his quartery of fellow students, because the person who does the magic has to be able to think in two languages natively. So a lot of the babblers are the only foreign students, essentially, on campus. It's an anti-colonial story about, you know, specifically like the British Empire and its colonial influence, in this case specifically in Canton, the the Opium War and things like that, but it also just deals with it, what is ethical. And you've got 
such a variety of perspectives and what's the ethical thing to do when you have to fight oppression this way you know what's what's the different limits and it's just it's so well done this book has been hyped up a ton by the book press and things like that and it is worth every piece of hype you may have heard about it interesting because i gotta say the poppy war like took a little bit of a turn that i was like okay you know Mm -hmm. it was still good but that turn, which I won't mention what it was. Mm-hmm. So does this book have similar vibes? It's sort of, I guess it's, it's dealing with some of the same kinds of oppression, but it's different. Like, so like for the first like third of the book, it just feels like almost like this love letter to higher education and things like that. Once you get past some of the other horrible stuff that's going on. But then, yeah, I think it's about like at the, about the one third mark where you start seeing like the more of the dark academia part of it, like the order of Hermes, like, okay. What, how does the resistance work? What can a resistance do? What's the limit of pacifism? You know, that kind of thing. And then it starts getting super tense and messed up as he and his friends keep getting into worse and worse. Got it. Trouble. Okay. So, yeah, similar-ish, kind of, in that way. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, highly recommend it. Came out this year. It's a lot of people's book of the year in the uh, SSF community, and it, it deserves all the credit. There's something like books that when they come out, they have a huge impact on publishing. And this is one of them. If people wanted to tell us what they think of Babel or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, they can come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, they'll find our socials for however long it remains. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at dice.camp. But best place to be is our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord come and talk about books and movies and plants and animals and other stuff. Also, if it is within your means and you are feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is a great place to support us. And also using our dice affiliate code explorerswanted at checkout with Die Hard Dice and you get 10% off your order. We get a little kickback from that and you get some dope-ass dice for that. Please and thank you. Yeah, and if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you could do, tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. makes such a difference when people are looking for a show to listen to, especially in the actual play market. And if you didn't like the show, or if you just thought it was meh, well, I know what you took, and I know where you hit it. And more importantly, he knows too. Best get running for all the good it'll do you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as daniel at andrelik a-n-d-r-l-i-k dot org you can find me on our discord only i'm stace windu although i did gaze into mastodon and then backed away slowly (laughs) (laughs) what a terrible way to die doing cardio i'm at slam potato on twitter and at slam potato at dice.camp on mastodon I am a creature of habit, so it's going to take Twitter actually burning to the ground for me to switch over to Mastodon because I cannot multitask that well. I'm real to Unicorn on Twitter and T with a Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.